awkward pose. The unknown artist of the sketch had perhaps exaggerated the voluptuousness of the female form of it, but it was easy to recognize who it was supposed to be. So then, what else? My right eye, wounded once upon a time in combat with the aliens, had healed completely and was working as normal again. The web of scars on the crown prince's face had disappeared, probably removed with the help of good cosmetic surgeons. Jorg had left just one thin white scar, clearly intentionally, which went from his eyebrow down along the right cheek to the lip, giving his face an appearance of stern masculinity. The fact that a manly soldier's face did not make for a harmonious combination with his pear-shaped bulky body, which undulated when he walked like a slab of bacon, probably had not occurred to Mr. G.I. His body looked somewhat comical, like a hastily glued-together Frankenstein made of two different men. Yep, I'll have to deal with the body again. I already realize he's been neglecting it, and I'll have to do all that hard work in the gym over again. But now I should check to see what had happened with his characteristics. I took a look at my character's information. Jorg Royal Anoki Tunmesfell, Crown Prince of the Empire. Age, 48. Race, human. Gender, male. Class, aristocrat slash mystic. Achievements. Chameleon Elder Female, Discovered Aride Race, Alien Killer, Researcher of the Unknown, Imperial Conqueror, Ex-Fleet Commander for Sector 8, Malingerer, Abandoned Friend, Denied Paternity, Fame 31, Standing, Minus 52. What? My eyes rolled back into my head both from the overabundance of new achievements, as well as from my now utterly ruined standing. On a purely technical level, I had no idea how he had managed to let his character's standing fall by one hundred points in just three mu- Wait a second. With confusion, I stared at the date in the corner of the interactive menu. Impossible. It hadn't been just three months since the end of the last contract, but a whole seven. How? Seven months? Princess Astra should already have given birth to my child. On a related note, the indelible, shameful brand, Denied Paternity, was probably related precisely to that event. After all, it would seem that I had made no reaction when the legal deadlines for recognizing a child came and went, so the child not only did not become a crown prince, but did not even get a ton attached to its name, meaning it didn't even have confirmation of noble birth. Feeling vexed, I banged my fist on the fat ass looking back at me in the mirror, as if the reflection was guilty of something. Damn, I even bruised my hand. I shook my beat-up fist. Maya, I'll strangle that bitch if I ever see her again. I recognize clearly now that she was a lying villain, and it tricked me. The red-headed lady's story about the game for the military didn't really click with my experience. The souvenir I brought ended up being real crystals. Time was passing at different rates, and, if you thought about it, there were two chameleons 
who had somehow gotten out of the game into the real world. I had been sold, and, promising me the moon, popped right back into perimeter defense. I sat down on the edge of the huge bed. Seven months had passed. The thought of it. And my fleet. Here I was struck by a cold sweat. Joan the Thaddy and the ships with her. The crews had been sitting on their laurels with no pay for more than half a year. And to top it all off, they were God knows where in swarm territory. They must have run out of provisions long ago. The ships wouldn't have been able to pay for repair or technical service at Assaic stations, not even replace the fuel in their reactors. And I bet they're cursing their commander with every breath in their bodies. I would have to fix this situation right away. I must transfer the funds to my ships.